Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Ajanoclast. I'm your host, John A. Lancaster. For today's episode, I'm going to be discussing the choice of a school district to ban the literary work To Kill a Mockingbird. For those of you who are unaware, the Burbank Unified School District in California has decided to ban To Kill a Mockingbird along with several other classics, such as The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, Of Mice and Men, The K and Roll of Thunder, and Hear Me Cry, supposedly due to those works containing racial slurs. Now, I haven't read any of those works except To Kill a Mockingbird, so I can only comment on the banning of To Kill a Mockingbird, and that is what I shall do. I find the reasoning for banning works based on racial slurs a bit suspicious. In fact, I find that decision foolish. We all know racial slurs and derogatory terms for people of different backgrounds or lifestyles are not going to go anywhere. One can find a plethora of slurs and demeaning language to refer to one another in plenty of movies and television shows, not to mention the the personal dialogue that goes on within the personal lives of the students. Slurs are unavoidable. Certain offensive words may go out of style, but usually they are replaced with newer, similarly grave terms. As long as a diversity of human beings exist together on the same planet, this will continue. And so long as there are children, the children will pick this up. When a child uses such colorful language, a teacher could reprimand the child and or use the moment as a learning experience. You know, teach the child to better communicate with the peers. The key word there is teach. You know, the educator's job to relay important skills to the student so that said student can be a productive member of society. But I suppose that the profession is devolving into one where an educator is tasked with shielding students off from dangerous information. That goes hand in hand with the rationale used for banning books. Considering some unflattering points made with To Kill a Mockingbird around last year, the book banning becomes more interesting. You see, the plot in To Kill a Mockingbird has been used as a critique of the Me Too movement, specifically the slogan, Believe All Women. For those of you who are unaware of To Kill a Mockingbird's plot, one of the main 
characters, Tom Robinson, a black man, is falsely accused of rape by Mayella Ewell, a poor white trash redneck female who lives in the same area as Tom and all the other characters. The use of To Kill a Mockingbird in response to the Me Too rhetoric goes something like this. Whenever someone uses the phrase, believe all women, a person wanting to counter that statement will bring up the story of To Kill a Mockingbird, in which Mayella Ewell falsely accused Tom Robinson of rape, and during the trial, although there was overwhelming evidence that Mayella Ewell lied and that Tom Robinson did not rape her at all, that Tom Robinson was still found guilty and was later murdered whilst trying to escape jail. But these are the terrible consequences that can happen when a woman lies about being raped. Yet, when this is brought up to the pro-Me Too movement, folks, what happens usually is that they employ deflection tactics. They go on about how the book's not about rape, it's about racism and uh, in, and injustice in the legal system, and that it's more nuanced than simply a woman lying, and that's all true. However, the plot doesn't exist without the presence of that lie. That is an unavoidable fact. Without Mayela Yule lying about being raped by Tom Robson, there is no story. You simply have individuals who have semi-interesting lives, and that's it. But you have no To Kill a Mockingbird. You just have raw components of a would-be story. That being said... When one considers the strong leftist element, not only in California, but in the education industry in general, shielding the believe all women rhetoric from criticism could be an incentive for banning the story of To Kill a Mockingbird, considering how it's been used in uh, the recent past. No, I'm not saying this is the definite reason why it was banned. I don't have any insider information as to how th those meetings went or what was said beyond closed doors. But considering the relevant information and how it all ties together, I believe this is a possibility that is worth thinking deeply about and exploring. That's it for this episode of The Ijanoclast. The relevant links are in the description. If you enjoyed this episode, you can help out by leaving a like, sharing The Ijanoclast on social media, and spreading the word. If you're interested in more of my work, my essays, spoken word poems, and curated videos can be found on my website, johnalancaster.com, which is in the description. 
I've also started to create some merchandise, which is hosted on Teespring, but can be directed from the merchandise section on the menu of my website. I only have two shirt designs right now. I will be unrolling some more in the near future. So if that interests you, feel free to check it out. Thank you for listening. God bless.